just need you to put your hands together over your head and begin to clap, uh, give Jesus Christ a clap offering. Open up your mouth. Open up your hands, oh my God. Just put your hands together. Open up your mouth and then give him praise. Hallelujah. Open up your mouth as you clap your hand. Just begin to give him praise. You don't know what to say? Open up your mouth and praise him. He is the king of kings. He is the lord of lords. He is the lion in the tribe of Judah. He is the almighty God. He is the God who was, the God who is, the God that is yet to come. The maker of the heavens and of the earth. The one that has the power to kill and to make a life. The one that woke you up this morning. The one that has the key to the city of David. Your king's man. Open up, just put your hands together and open up your mouth and give him praise. You don't know what to say to your father? Give him praise. Give him praise. He's your king's man. He's your redeemer. He's your comforter. He's your peace. He's your joy. He's your life. He's the one who was, who is, the one that is yet to come. He's the Kabiasi of all Kabiasis. The King of Kings. The Lord of Lords. Open up your mouth and praise Him. And to put your hands together. Hallelujah. warfare is a two double S sword. One side is glorifying your God and the other side is crushing the enemy of your destiny. I say put your hands together and give God praise. Hallelujah! Put your hands together! Put your hands together! Put your hands together! the earth. Glory be to God. Glory. Glory. Glory to the Lamb. Glory. Glory.
spirit of the living God. We thank you for such an awesome moment like this. Thank you for your presence, oh God. Thank you for the privilege for this awesome opportunity to be in your presence. I don't take anything for granted. Thank you for the gathering of your children. Receive our thanks in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, move in our midst today. Let the will of the Father be done in every life. Let Jesus the Son be glorified. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I lift up myself before you. This moment, Father, I ask, oh God, that you will give me the tongue of the wise and the lips of the prudent. Let everything that I say today be that which you have put in my spirit. Father, may I decrease where you increase. May I disappear where you appear. Let nobody live here the same way that they have come in. Do only what the God in your category can do. And take all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. If you believe in that prayer, put your hands together. As you take your beautiful set. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Before I begin, I have just two prayers for every one of you hearing the sound of my voice. As we begin this year unveiling Jesus, it is my prayer that your life and the life of everyone in your household will be used as a showcase to display the glory of God. That is my prayer for you. That anyone that will look at you, they will see the grace of God. They will see the love of God. They will see the peace of God. They will see the grace that worketh in every difficult situation. That your life indeed will be used as that showcase. And not just you, but your entire family. I pray that you will glorify God. In any way that you go, you will glorify God. You will live a life of holiness. You will live a life of purity. You will live a life of sanctification. You have been sanctified, but you will live it out true. So that anybody that will see you, will see Jesus. Hallelujah. That is what this is all about. Turn with me quickly to the book of John chapter 14. John chapter 14. We are going to read from verse number 1 to verse number 7. As we... Begin the message of today. Hallelujah. May the Lord help me. Amen. John chapter 14. The scripture says, if you are there, I need you to look at the scripture. The word of God is powerful. Anything will change in your life. It must be changed by the word of God. Not by your word. Hallelujah. Your word is not recognized anywhere. Maybe on this planet earth. The only word that is recognized both in heaven and on earth here is the word of God. Am I communicating? Hallelujah. He said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Verse number two. For in my father's house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you so. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again 
and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know. And the way, you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? The key verse. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, no one comes to the Father except by me. Today or through me. Today, the Lord will have me speak to us about a very short um, uh, message titled, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. We continue on the seven I am of Jesus Christ. I want to thank God for Pastor Bank. He did justice to the one that says, I am the bread of life. And Pastor Shino came last week powerfully and he touched on, I am the light of the world. Amen. So today we're going to look at Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life. And before we look at that, I want us to go back to verse number one. Because before Jesus was able to introduce himself as the way, the truth, and the life, he needed to do something very important. He needed to address the issues of your heart. Because if the issues of your heart is not addressed, you can just open up your mouth and say it, nothing change. But he needed to visit that hard place. Then if he can get to your heart, every other thing will just flow. And what he said was that, do not let your heart be troubled. And do not be afraid. Why would Jesus say that before he introduced himself as the way, the truth, and the life? Because he know every day of our life, every week, every month, even the whole year, something will happen that will come and steal your joy. Something will happen somewhere in your life that want to come and steal your peace. That want to cause your heart to be troubled. He's saying, if I don't take care of that, then every other thing that we just say will fall on just a hard surface. It will not be able to penetrate. But I want to deal with the issue of your heart. So that as I begin to avail myself to you, your heart will be ready. Your heart will be prepared to receive me. I'm here today. I just want to speak to somebody. I don't know what you've been through the week. I don't know what you've been through the year. I don't know what you've been through the month that is about to round up. I don't know what has caused your heart to be troubled. I don't know what makes you to go to sleep at night. Your body sleep, but your mind wander the whole night. But I'm here to tell you what Jesus has sent me to tell you. Do not let your heart be. He said, trust in God. You trust in God. You trust that God is the answer. You are not troubled because you don't know that God is the answer. You know that God is the answer. He said you trust in God as the answer. But trust also in me as the source through which that answer can be delivered unto you. You trust in God. He said trust also in me. He said in my father's house. There are many mansions. In my father's house, there are solutions to your problem. In my father's house, there are answers to your question. In my father's house, there is a light in your darkness. In my father's house, there are powers that can change the unchangeable. He said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. He said, I'm going to prepare a place. Ladies and gentlemen, Christ has already prepared a way through the cross. Am I speaking to somebody? He has already prepared a way through the cross. That is why the Bible says in the book of Ephesians, 
1 verse 3. He said, God has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in the realm of the spirit. Everything is what? Done. He said, after I've done that, I will come and take you so that where I am, you will also be. Christ is not talking about physically coming to yank you out of your home. He's not talking about physically coming to yank you wherever you are. He's telling you to look out to him. As he is, so are you here on earth. Am I speaking to somebody? He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you so that where I am, you will also be. Thomas, like most of us, was confused. He said, Christ, what are you talking about? I don't know where you are going. How can I know the way? Because if I know that Sister Grace is going to the bathroom, I will know the way she's going to follow. Either she follow this way or that way. But Thomas and the other disciples were confused. He said, how do we know? We don't even know where you're going. How do we know the way? That was when Jesus now said, the heart of these people is prepared. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. Hallelujah. One thing I love about that scripture, hear me and hear me very clearly. Jesus did not say, I am a way. He did not say, I am a truth. If he said, I am a way, that means there are other ways. Which means it gives you the option to just go to plan A, plan B, plan C. But Jesus made it clear, categorically clear, that I am the way. Where you are going in life, I am the way to get there. What you want to achieve in life, I am true. It is only through me you can achieve it. He made it clear. He said, I am the way. In this particular room, when people were building this room, they had in mind that in case of an emergency, you need an exit, right? That is why they have this way. That way, that way, that way, that way, and that way. But may I submit to you, in life, in case there is an emergency, there is no other exit except Jesus Christ. Am I speaking to somebody? There is no other exit. The moment you settle that in your spirit, the better for you. Because God is taking you to a journey of the, that will lead you to your destiny. That will lead you to fulfill all that, all that God has prepared for you. And he said, I am the way. Which means there's no other way. Did you settle that in your spirit, man? Then the second thing he said, I am the truth. If there is a truth, that means there is a lie. Which one are you believing? It is only when you know the truth that you can recognize a lie. Am I speaking to somebody? If you don't know the truth, everything can stick. But when you know the truth, it is not everything that can stick. He said, I am the truth. I'm going to take it one at a time. Wherever I stop, I stop. Hallelujah. He said, I am the truth. And he don't say, I am the truth. He now said, I am the life. Now, let's look at the way. What is the way? The way is a path. It's a road. It's a manner. M-A-N-N-E-R. And it's a system. A system through which you can get to point A to point B. Hallelujah. I don't know the direction of your life. If your direction is not on the path of Jesus, you better look for another GPS to redirect you, and which is Jesus Christ. Which means the GPS you are using is not correct. You better redirect yourself. So a way is a road, is a path, is a system, is a manner of achieving something, of getting from one point to another point. Hallelujah. So, I want to speak to two people today, two categories of people. Number one person is that maybe you have, you know, missed the way. 
Maybe situation has taken place in your life. It caused you to divert to another way. And, 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 and you are praying, Father, make a way for me when there seems to be no way. Have you heard somebody pray that prayer before? God, make a way when there seems to be no way. Jesus has sent me to tell you, to remind you that the way has already been made. Redirect yourself on that path, which is Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. I don't know who I'm talking to today. In any area where you have been misdirected, misguided by situation or by circumstances, and you have left the track, the path that will really lead you to your destiny, the path that will really lead you to fulfill your purpose in life. Every one of you has a purpose. God created you for a purpose. You are not here by accident. You don't come to church to decorate the chairs. You don't occupy your home because God has nothing to put there. God has brought you on this planet earth because you have a purpose. There is a destiny that is calling forth for you. And the moment you stay misguided, the moment you pull out of Jesus Christ, I'm here to tell you to be impossible to fulfill that destiny. And in the name that is above other names this morning, I pull you out of that area where you are. I pull you out of that situation where you are. I pull you out of that circumstances where you are. And I plucked you by the way of the cross to the one that can lead you to the, to the place where God has prepared for you. Another group of people that I need to speak to today. Maybe you are telling me, I've been in Christ for far too long. I have followed him. Some of us are very faithful. Not because you are not faithful. But you are saying, God, I don't know. It seems, the end seems, I cannot seem to go to where I intend to get to. I cannot seem to lay hold of that which Christ has already laid hold of me. If you are here, God has a word for you. God wants you to let me to tell you. Just keep the faith alive. Keep faith alive. Keep on going and keep on trusting God. Because it takes a lesser energy to move forward than to go back. Keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on going. Your destiny is calling you forth. Your destiny is calling you forth. Your destiny is calling you forth. Keep on going and keep on moving forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is the answer to every situation. Give me Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 16. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. Or Luke 13. Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 16. Hallelujah. Jesus is the process. Is the way. Is the path through which you can fulfill your destiny. Hallelujah. There's any other thing that we're involved in, in a lie, in a whatever thing, Father in heaven, I pull you out. That will not lead you anywhere, it will only lead you to destruction. Jesus loves you so much to cause you to hear this word today. Redirect your step and be on the path. Hallelujah. One thing I love about Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, he will not turn you down. He will not say no to you. When you missed it, all you have to do is to agree and plug in. It is only men that can cast you away, but God will never cast you out. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? Hallelujah. We're going to look at the story of a woman. Jesus, the way out of every bondage, out of any sickness, out of any pain. I don't care what you're going through today. I don't care the diagnosis. I don't care. Because let me tell you, your health glorify God. How many of you know that? Your health 
glorify God. Your health is a ministry. Your job glorifies God. Your job is a ministry. Your children glorify God. Your children is a ministry. Your children can minister to somebody. Your lifestyle can minister to somebody. Your health can minister to somebody. And I tell you today, Jesus has you in mind. You are not living here the same way that you come in. In the name of Jesus. Your amen better be louder than your neighbor's own. Luke chapter 13. Verse number 10. We are going to look at a story of a woman. If Jesus is the way through the which that woman came out of a bondage, you are coming out today. I say you are coming out today. I don't know what the story is. I don't know the department of your life where you need to come out and shine so that God's glory as you shine will begin to rise upon you. That all man will see that yes, this woman is a woman of God. Your life will minister to somebody in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 30 verse 10. He said now he was teaching in one of the synagogue on Sabbath day. Just on a Sunday like this, Jesus was teaching. Jesus is here this morning. If you believe that, let your amen be the loudest. He said, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. In this year, 2018, your life will unveil Jesus. In the name that is above other names. Your life will not do nothing but obey the word of God. That your life will demonstrate the totality of who God is. That people will come to you and say, lead me to your savior. Lead me to your redeemer. Lead me to your kinsman. Hallelujah. Because if your life is not making any impact, ah, you are just existing. You are not living. God wants to pull you out and take you to another level today. In the name of Jesus. For 18 years, she was bent over. What has bent you over? That you cannot raise up your head when your mates raise up their head. You cannot speak when your mates are speaking. Let me rephrase that question. Where has your mate left you behind? The Bible says a life she was bent over and could not in no way raise up herself. Jesus will visit you today. In a supernatural way. Hallelujah! She could not lift up herself. But when Jesus saw her, I tell you, your book of remembrance has been opened. Because it was when her book of remembrance was opened, the Bible said Jesus saw her. That does not mean Jesus has not seen her before. You think Jesus was blind? Jesus did not see her before? For 18 years? You kidding me? Jesus saw her. But on, this, on that fateful day, a book of remembrance was opened. I declare over your life, today, your book of remembrance is open. I say your book of remembrance is open. In the name of Jesus. He said, and when Jesus saw her, he called to her. And said to her, woman, thou art loosed from thy infirmity. Keep going. And he laid his hand on her. And immediately she was made straight and glorified God. I said your life will glorify God. Your life will magnify God. Your life will sing praises unto God. You don't even have to open up your mouth. Your life will be singing unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus, the way, the way to your inheritance, to the way, the way to your destiny, the way through which you can fulfill the plan of God in your life, the way to healing, the way to deliverance, the way to breakthrough, and the way for you to sing a new song. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, we are going to look at the truth. The truth. I say Jesus is the way, right? And as you go in the way, you must carry the truth along with you. You must carry the truth along with you. Many people walk in the way and they fail because they left an important part behind, which is the truth. What is the truth? John 17, 17, Jesus said, sanctify them with your word and your word is truth. Why do you need truth as you go along the way? You need truth as you go along the way because it is only through the word of God you can shred into pieces every lies of the enemy. Many people, you are going on the path and you think the enemy will just fold his hands and see you go on the path. Some of the battles we are going through is the battle of the mind. Why is it called the battle of the mind? Because there are a lot of things that are being bombarded in your mind, trying to hold you down, trying to pull you down, trying to stop you, trying to hinder you. I wish the battle is what we see would have been easy. But it is the battle of the mind. Because as you go in the path, as you go in the way, and as you follow the path, there are things that the enemy throws at you. All kinds of things. You cannot make it. You think you're going to get there. You cannot get there. You can never be healed. You can never be well. You can never achieve all that God has called you to achieve. Give up. Just give in. It's not going to work. How many years have you been saying Jesus is Lord? How many years times have you been going to church? This woman, in her case, it was 18 years. Man, yours, it might be like 20, 25 years. Things start coming your way. Things start coming your way. But you need the truth to overcome. You need the truth to overcome. That is why as you go the path, as you follow the path, and as you go the way, as you follow Jesus Christ, you must also carry the other path that he said he is, which is the truth. The truth, which is the word of God. Anytime you sit down and you are doing your business as God has called you to do, and you hear a voice tell you, you will never make it. Immediately shout, it is a lie. Shouting it is a lie, it's not going to end it, but you have to open up your mouth and declare the truth. In that situation, what is the truth? The truth is that I can do all things through Christ. That strengthens you. So you have to open up your mouth to say the truth in order to shred the lies that the enemy has said to you in your mind. Anytime he tells you, you will never get well. I believe in the power of prayer. And I believe that the purpose of God is to heal you. So that your body will be whole. And God does not want you to serve him with a broken body. With a messed up body. He does not want your spirit to be sound and your body to be messed up. He said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. Even as your soul prosper. What God believes for you and now is total healing. Total wholeness. Spirit, soul and body. So when the enemy comes to you as you go with him and he tells you this sickness will lead into death, you will never come out of it. You have to open up your mouth and shred that lie with the truth which is the word of God by saying that he was bruised for your iniquity. He was injured for your transgressions. The chastisement of his peace was upon him. By his word, you are healed. You must carry the truth along. Jesus said, I am the way. The truth, the truth about the word of God. The truth about the word of God. If the enemy comes to steal your peace and say you will not rest, you are lying down and your mind keep. I don't know, maybe all of you, you are all sent. I've been in a position where my body goes to sleep, but my mind wanders the whole night. 
hear the word of the Lord and hold on to it. Peace be still. My peace I give to you. My peace I live with you. I don't give it the way the word gives it. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. And that is the truth that can shred every lies of the enemy. Go with the truth. Go with the truth. If you are here, you are believing God. Let me tell you, you believe in God for your citizenship. You're believing God for God to make, uh, to, to, to make it possible. Maybe because of Donald Trump, a lot of people are going crazy. Listen to me. Your future in this country does not lie in the hands of Donald Trump. Who are you? You are the daughter and, and sons of a king. How can you be afraid and you are running haters-scatter because of Donald Trump? Your future in this country, let me tell you, before God allow you to step your feet into this country, he has already prepared that way. And that way is through him. The way is already been made. The only thing you need to do is to walk through that way. And when the enemy tells you, oh, you know, the Donald Trump is here now. Nothing. Just tell the enemy to shut up. Because the truth of the matter is, the Bible says, wherever I step my feet, I shall possess. Is your faith not in America? Answer me now. Your faith is already here. You need to learn how to possess your possessions as you walk along the way and as you carry the truth with you. Learn how to possess your possessions. Don't, let, don't be intimidated. Let me tell you, the most people that are intimidated mostly is the Christians. I'm telling you. The Christians, we are most intimidated because why? We don't know the truth. That is why this year, you must make this word of God your best friend. Study God's word. Every secret is in there. Every answer. There are some things I will read. I will say, hey, this thing is in the Bible. Yes, it is in the Bible. From Genesis 1 to Revelation chapter 22. Everything, God finished it. Packaged it and gave it to us. But it's up to you to open it up and search it and receive. It is not every time you allow people to feed on the world, they give you remnants of what they are fed on. Crumbs. Pick up the Bible yourself and study it. Anything that you are looking for, what is it that you want to hear? Which question you have that this Bible does not have an answer to? So if there is an answer, open it. It's like, it's like Tananor. The word of God is medicine. It's like Tananor. Let me tell you, if you have headache from morning to night and your Tananor is still in your medicine cabinet, you are just looking at it. It's not going to do anything to you. Neither will it do anything for you. But if you want it to take effect, my dear, take faith. Walk to your medicine cabinet. Open the Tananor and take it. The moment you take it, then it will start working. Whatever question that you have, looking at your Bible every day, it's not going to solve it. Put it under your pillow. Some people say put it under your pillow. Put it on your pillow. By the next morning, the Bible will be on the floor. What am I saying to you? Hold on to the truth. The word of God is truth. Read it and expose every lies of the enemy. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians 6, 11, it said, be strong in the Lord. I love that particular scripture. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How can you be strong in the Lord when you are not walking his ways and you are holding on to the truth? When you buy into a lie, zaps you of strength. Am I, am I speaking here? 
strength is stripped out of you when you buy into a lie. Just a negative news. Just hear a negative news. Oh, look, it looks as if nothing, no life in you. But when you hear something good, it's like your life has been infused with a supernatural life. And that supernatural life is the word of God. If you want to infuse your life with a supernatural life, infuse your life with the word of God. Because your word of God is truth. That is why Apostle Paul said in the book of, uh, of uh, what did I say now? Hebrews chapter 11. Right? The one that said, be strong in the Lord. Ephesians 6.11. Thank you, sir. Ephesians 6.11. He said, be strong. I'm helping somebody here. He said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong. He said, put on the armor. Put it for me. Ephesians 6.11. Ephesians 6.11. Because we are looking at the truth of the word of God. He said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Keep going. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wise of the devil. Look at the first armor that God told us to put on. Keep going. First number. Say, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. So when you are fighting at things that happen in your life, you think, no, no, no. Your fight is not against flesh and blood, but it's against principalities. It's against power. It's against rulers of darkness of this age. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. But you know what? Victory is on your side. You have the victory already. The only thing God needs you to do is just to put on the armor. Number one armor he asks us to put on. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. He said, therefore, take up the whole armor of God. Not just some. All the whole armor. That you may be able to stand against the evil day. Other translation says against the wise of the devil. And have it done all to stand. Keep going. Keep going. Stand therefore, having guided your ways with what? What is the function of a belt? God bless you. To keep everything together. Because let me tell you what God has put onto you. You are too small compared to that. God has put on something that is greater than you. And in order for you to keep everything together, you must know the truth. You must put on the belt of truth to make sure you put everything together. Because if you don't put everything together, it comes off. For you not to lose your mind, you must put on the belt of truth. You must know the truth. The truth, am I communicating with somebody? Some people are laughing in the corner. Let me say, that is how you, let me, that is how you survive. Give the devil a nervous breakdown. Give him a nervous breakdown. What is wrong with this woman? I, I, I come this way. I come. What is wrong with this woman? Why? Greater, when the Bible says, greater is he that is in me, than he that come against me. Jesus said, I am the way for you to say that. Oh, I am the truth that you must know for you to say that. So the first armor God asks you to put on is truth. The best of truth. And as you go down, the last armor, keep going, keep going. And having done, and having showed feet, having showed your feet with preparation of the gospel of peace, there is peace. Let me tell you, without the belt, you cannot hold peace. Without the truth, hey, 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 
you, can, you cannot have peace. What gives you peace is the truth about the word of God. If you like, you take a glass of wine and sleep. By the time you wake up, it's, it's still waiting for you. Or you just get up and say, I want to go shopping. And let me see, maybe I will have peace. You will spend all your money. You will come back, it's still the same thing. But the only thing that can give you peace is the word of God. And that is why God says, my peace I give to you. My peace I live with you. I don't give it the way the word gives it. So he said, now, he said, have you showed your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace? Why? Because the truth is in place. Keep going. Keep going. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which let me tell you, when there is no truth, there is fear. Your faith will be shaken. That's why I said, number one is the truth. You must, you must carry the truth along with you in your journey of Christianity, your relationship with God. The truth must be first, and the truth is the word of God. Now you talk about peace. Now you talk about um, the shield of faith, which you were able to keep going. Go back again. Go back. We're, we're, we're achieving something here. Above all, take the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench the fairy darts of the wicked one. Faith in the word of God. You quench the fairy darts. You cannot make it. There's a fairy dart. Oh, I can do all things through Christ. That's certain me. What happened? You quench it. Because if you don't quench it, it flames up. And before you know it, you are overwhelmed. So at that fairy dart, you need to quench it with the word of God. What is the meaning of quench? You need to silence it. And I speak to some people, look, if you don't silence it, then you will be silenced. May that not be your portion in the name of Jesus. When they say, ah, look at this person. Oh, you've been diagnosed with S, Y, and Z. Look at this person. He died of that S, he died of Y, Z. And, and, and you just keep quiet. Nah. Before you know it, it becomes flame. You need to silence it. By his wound, I am healed. He sent forth his word. So heal me. I receive, instead of being afraid, just receive that word of healing. Just say that I receive it now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, above all, take up the shield of faith, which you will use to quench all the fairy darts of the, of the wicked one. Keep going. Um, and take the helmet of salvation. Without the belt of truth. Where are you going to put the helmet of salvation? You will doubt your salvation. Without the helmet, you, the belt of truth, you will doubt your salvation. You will doubt God. Are you still here? Are you still here? Are you still alive? Are you still? Are you? That is doubt. When you begin to question God, when you begin to question His existence, when you begin to question His love for you, because when situations you be, God, do you really love me? You begin to question because you have neglected the belt of truth that is supposed to hold you together. Take up the, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is what? The word of God. The truth is what? The word of God. When God begins to talk about the, the, the armor that he wants you to put on, the battle has already been won. You need to put it up because you serve, an, you, you serve a God that does not fail and you serve an, you, there's an enemy that does not want to give up. You serve a God that does not fail and you have an enemy that does not give up. The same enemy. Our forefather fought. He's still the same one. And the God is just telling you, the only thing you need to do, put on the armor. Put on the armor, which means I have, be ready. Be ready. 
And the first amo he said is what? The truth. And the last one, wrap it up with the truth. You can never fail. You can never be defeated. You can never go down. You will break forth, you will not break down. You will break through, you will not break down. If you carry the truth with you, you will not break down. Let me tell you, it does not matter what is happening. I'm not being sensitive. Because every other thing must line up to this word. It must. It's a must. It's a, it's a different levels. It's altar versus altars. And when the altar of this world is lifted up, every other altar must crash. Every other altar must go down. That is what gives me confidence. That is what gives me boldness. It does not matter what happened. Because I know the truth. And when they said you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free, you must know the truth. Then you will be free. It is the truth you know. It is not the one that I know. It is not the one that our Father in the Lord know. It is the one that you know. Which truth do you know? And it is the truth that you know that will set you free. And every, and every bondage that any child of God is going through, the truth to set you free is in this word. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. Jesus is his word. Hallelujah. He said, I have two minutes. Let me quickly rush to the last one. Which is, he is the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. <laughs> when you go along the way, you must carry the truth with you. And you must be connected to the light. You must be connected. Pastor Shino gave a good demo last Sunday. He asked for the light to be switched off. And there was what? Total darkness. And he asked the light to be switched back on. There was light. And when the light came, darkness disappeared. If the connection was wrong, if the connection was wrong, there will always be darkness. If you like it, switch it on. What is wrong? Because my husband does all kind of work. He's a plumber, he's an electrician, he's a... <laughs> One of our tenants called us and said the light was not working. My husband did what he could. Huh. This time, it was, there was no life in the bulb. So that is why you need life. You must be connected to the Holy Spirit. You must be connected to the leading. You are not by yourself. Quite asking us. The Holy Spirit, wake up in the morning. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, good morning Holy Spirit. He's your helper. He's the one that will lead you. That will direct you. That will cancel you. You need him. God did not leave you by yourself. Stop walking by yourself. Stop walking by yourself. You are not without help. You are doing it and the Holy Spirit is just looking at you. God is so good that he will not force anything on you. He's so good. But the moment you invoke the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll see the whole day will be easy for you. There are some battles that you don't even have to fight because it goes ahead of you. And when it comes and you say, Jesus, the Holy Spirit go into action. Whatever God does, he does it in the name of Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is in you. When the connection is not there, my husband, the tenant came and fixed it. My husband tried to turn, turn, switch. What is going on? Something just said to me, Daddy, change the bulb. And when we changed the bulb, voila, there was light. 
If the bulb is dead, there is no life in the bulb. If you like, you switch it. Up and on, on and on, off and on. It's not going to work. Must be connected to the Holy Spirit. The Spirit gives what? Stand up on your feet. Put your hands together. My time is up. I want you to lift up your hands up. Just one prayer. Ask for grace to be increased unto you. To follow Jesus. All the days of your life. No matter what comes your way. No matter what happened. I need grace. Praise the Lord. Yes, uh, just lift up your hands. Lift up your hands and talk to God. The grace is available. It's available. It's available. Power, strength is available. God is saying, He's the one that takes us from glory to glory, from mind to mind, from power to power. Just speak to Him this morning. Lord, let it be released unto me. I want to walk with you. I want to follow you all the days of my life. I want to walk in the path that you have set before me. Father, Lord, I ask you today, this year, Father, let me not be misdirected. Let me not be misguided. Don't let situation put me aside. Don't let situation put me aside. In the name of Jesus, let me to look up to you. The author and the finisher of my faith in the name of Jesus. And Father, Lord, this day, I ask for grace to study your word. Because your word is truth. Your word is life. Oh, God Almighty, I ask today the grace to study your word, oh God. Let the revelation of your word be broken unto me. Let it be released unto me, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for everyone hearing the sound of my voice. In any area where you have been disconnected from the truth. Oh, by the power, by the supernatural power of of God. I reconnect you now in the name of Jesus. I say be connected and stay connected in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. We bless you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. It's honor. Praise God. Wow. Thank you so much uh, for that wonderful word. Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. It cannot get any clearer than that. It cannot get any clearer than that.